Well, the first time I saw this game, my son had downloaded it and asked me if I wanted to play against him. So he loaded it up on his Switch and I see the title screen. I'm like, oh, this kind of looks familiar. I remember hearing about this game and you know, it's kind of like uh, an old sport I heard about in the 90s starting in the southern states but turned into a video game. And when the ball dropped and we started playing, I started to say to myself, oh my god, this is the world's biggest sport played with automobiles. That's effing amazing. It takes the best of two worlds and puts them together. Oh, man, that's amazing. Why wasn't this done earlier? And again, where did this game come from? Because we all remember Beater Ball back in the 90s. Now, from 2020s, it's the Rocket League. Not just a video game, but a sporting event held around the world every year with players from across the globe. That is what Autolux will be talking about today on the Autolux Podcast. Autolux Podcast coming to you anytime, anywhere from around the globe on any major streaming site from Autolux.net. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself. Coming to you from our main website at Autolux.net. .net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out, and see what we have to offer you in the world of design ratings, links to corporate websites from automobile companies from around the globe, and even help pages to help you find information, products, and help many other great things from the automotive industry, inclusive of games, on the Autolux.net website. And we'd like to give a special shout out to Podbeam.com for getting our podcast onto every major streaming site around the globe, from iTunes to Spotify, the Autolux podcast is there and you can find it there all thanks to podbeam.com and another shout out to feedspot.com for getting us out onto every major rs feed site from around the globe and adding us onto their 10 best canadian automotive podcast list we rank in the top 10 for best podcast in the canadian marketplace hell we even rank in the top 100 in many other markets around the world the autolux podcast check us out follow us and like us on the autolux podcast so like i said in the beginning we're talking about rocket league i don't know if you remember the 90s and a bunch of guys in the southern states got together and started pushing around a giant soccer ball with crash up derby cars essentially it was just the idea of let's throw a ball into the ring of crash up derby and see where we go from there and well beer ball was created these guys driving around hitting this soccer ball as they're driving around a pretty amazing thing you're smashing up carts and you're playing soccer well the 90s soccer wasn't as big as it is today well in the north america marketplace around the world it was but back in july 7 2015 a little company called 505 games in partnership with warner released a purchasable game and that game was the first vehicular soccer game to be downloaded and purchased on an application. Eight players for each team, two playable teams, would fight against each other, playing soccer with rocket-powered vehicles. It was free to download and makes a great way to get into the game. But being like everything else in the application format, there are a lot of purchasable options for it. Now, I know with myself, I play CSR Racing, and with that, yeah, there's a lot of things you could purchase with it, but, you know, I'm just one of those guys that doesn't like to spend money on my applications. Like, I play it to, you know, kill time here and there. I don't play it to go bankrupt. You want me to spend money so I can get further ahead a lot quicker? Well, fuck you. That's not the way video games were originally developed. But application video games, that's essentially where they're at. Rocket League, on the other hand, allowed you to get into the actual Rocket League universe. It was free to play, but also opened the door to more players. And as you didn't have to have an online account, which is great about it. 
The previous purchases of the original game then received the legacy status when they finally moved up to the in-game purchases. Which with legacy status, it was free to play all the way up until September of 2020. From then on, legacy status has been moved aside and now everybody has to pay if you want to be part of the actual playable league for the Rocket League soccer game. It's an amazing thing where you can actually customize your vehicle, get new parts, get new skins, help pay money to download specialty vehicles. Every once in a while I see them and it's it's pretty cool. You can download the new Ford Raptor, you can download the Back to the Future DeLorean. Hell, that car already flies to begin with, so there's no need for wings or boosters. They exist on it already. But all this to play a soccer game on your phone or in any sense, any downloadable entertainment device. Rocket League is essentially a sequel to Psyonix's supersonic acrobatic rocket-powered battle cars game from 2008, a video game on the PS3. Now, by saying that, a lot of you will now be looking for that game online to see, hey, I want to get the original version of Rocket League. It's not called Rocket League, but it has a lot of similarities to it. It has a multitude of a real world in a game developed vehicles. Like I said, they have their own in-house built vehicles. It's kind of like Hot Wheels. Rocket League is essentially, well, yeah, it's like playing soccer with Hot Wheels cars. You get pre-developed cars by the developer, plus you can pay to download other cars from the real world. Like I said, you could download the Ford F-150 Raptor, the Back to the Future DeLorean, hell, Mercedes had a, had a set a little while back, the Ghostbusters car. They've all had something there so you can get real world vehicles from movies, TV shows, and anything else. Downloadable vehicles, accessories, and features allow you to customize your vehicle, but also allow you to play better and handle better within the driving universe portion of this game. But why would you want to do that? It's Rocket League. When I play with my son, we don't pay for the online version. So it's just a game that him and I could play soccer against each other while racing around. Pretty cool, but really, if we paid for it, we can get into the real world championships. Yes, video game championships. For anyone out there listening who says you can't make money playing video games, I'm sorry about your luck, but there's tons of people that make tons of money. Hell, there's people that make millions of dollars and have an entire career spent on playing video games. And Rocket League is one of those video games part of a championship series, similar to that of Call of Duty and Gran Turismo, where you not only play the game for fun, but you can play the game to win money, to go further, to be a champion. This has been adopted as an eSport and professional players participating through the ESL and Major League Gaming Systems, along with Psyonix's own Rocket League Championship Series. So yes, there are three Major League Gaming Series tied to Rocket League. It's not just like you're going online and you're playing the Rocket League version, no. They're also part of the eSports League and the Major League Gaming Series. So this is serious money. But why is it serious money? It's a racing game, right? No, it's soccer played with cars. So really, they're capitalizing on the largest sport in the world and including one of the other largest sports in the world, Formula One Racing, into it. This not only brings the awareness more to soccer, but also to the racing world. It's bringing in new viewers from each of those departments. Hell, my father-in-law doesn't like racing whatsoever. He thinks racing isn't a sport and those people aren't athletes. He's, you know, one of those gung-ho um, sports guy. Hockey, hockey, football, football. Racing are a bunch of fucking wussies. Even though you watch rally racers roll a car and get out with a bleeding leg and push the car over. As opposed to a soccer player gets hit in the knee and cries. And has to be huddled out of the freaking thing. So, yeah. Better shut your fucking mouth there. <laughs> 
But it's bringing these viewers into it. He will play this soccer game with my son. My son likes racing games just like me. He likes sports games too, but playing Rocket League is his favorite version of playing soccer. And my father-in-law, he's not super into it, but he will more than likely play it. It's one of the only racing games he will play with my son. So what does Rocket League encompass? A larger ball in the vehicles. You can jump into the air. You get a rocket boost while going up the sidewalls. You ever seen like their full-scale arenas have ceilings on them with booster packs on them? They have ground boosters for speed, similar to that of how Mario Kart always had the road boosters. And that's a cross between Demolition World and Soccer World. You can ram into other players to destroy them as well, either with the car or the ball. So you get that Demolition Derby. And like I said, you get that original concept of beater ball back into it. Demolition Derby while playing soccer. You hit the ball hard enough, it goes flying into the next guy at a high rate of speed. Well, you're going to cause him to blow up. Knock it into the air while the guy's trying to jump and get away from you. Take him out. These league have so many different versatility. Gotta think about it. soccer is played on an XY axis. Rocket League is played on an XYZ axis. 360 degrees. You can go up and jump in the middle of the air and fly around. You can boost yourself to the other side, drive upside down. You can't do that in real soccer. So Rocket League's bringing something bigger to the soccer world. The only great thing about when you take somebody out in Rocket League is that they don't respawn where they died. I know a lot of games when you play, you like respawn where you died or respawn with the pack. No. Rocket League, you respawn on your team's side. So it doesn't matter that you're right next to the goal on the other team. When you died, you'll respawn next to your goal setting on your team's side. By performing quick dodges, it allows for you to gain access to get around other people. The jump boosts are amazing. Somebody right in front of you, click the jump boost, jump over them, get the ball, keep going. You can allow for wing deployment into the air to help directing the vehicle towards the ball. You're basically gliding only, not flying. Coolest thing about this is your five minute matches with a sudden death if there is a tie. Similar to that of a real world game. Oh, well, there's no tie. We gotta, we gotta do sudden death to, to take this damn thing out. The matches are different than regular soccer. Even in the league franchise, you can play either one-on-one -on -one or four-on-four. -four. Not similar to that of regular soccer. Now they have added other variations to the Rocket League world. It's not just all about soccer. They have actually added other sports to Rocket League environment. Not as successful as a standard soccer league. They've also added basketball and hockey variations downloadable. Hockey was released on Snow Day back for the 2015 season. Kind of funny that that was its first year it was released. The ball was replaced with a puck and the field replaced by a rink. And I'm sorry to say I come from Canada. I don't call it ice hockey. Hockey to me is played on ice. I don't really care. There's ice hockey. There's field hockey. There's road hockey. Hockey hockey is on ice for me. I don't care what history tells you. So yeah, replacing the ball with a puck in the field with a rink. This is extended after the season due to its popularity, mostly in a lot of Nordic regions and Canada. Now part of the mutator settings, so you can still play it, but it's not part of the regular game. Hoops was added on April 26, 2016 and released as a basketball version of this to capitalize on the growing basketball market around the world. On September 8, 2016, Rumble added unusual power-ups like freezing the ball in place or caused the driver to have difficulty driving their car. These were add-ons to the game. This made it more fun and more intriguing. So it's like playing soccer with Gru. Freeze Ray! 
Freeze Ray! <laughs> Not just you running around chasing a ball on a field. Because you got to think about it. Most sports seem kind of funny when you think about it in their main context. A bunch of grown people chasing a ball around. Or a puck around. It's like they say with, with uh, golf. It should be called golf. It should be called whack-a-ball. Seriously, how many people out there go out, hit something, chase it down, and then hit it away from them again? Like, it just seems kind of odd. Fun game to play, but the context behind it is odd. Now, the context behind the Rocket League is very interesting. You're now allowing all these other... Very variations into these games. I don't know if you remember way back in the 90s when South Park became big. Trey Parker and Matt Stone released a movie about a game they created while they were in college called Basketball, a crossover between basketball and baseball. Funny thing is in the movie, because both of those two sports were dying out, basketball took over for either of them. Hell, in the real world, they actually even had a championship series with basketball. They created this game. Rocket League is somewhat doing that in the esports environment. They're saying, yeah, we can have soccer tournaments, but really, who wants to watch, you know, a bunch of people chase each other around in a digital field chasing a ball when we can add something else into it? Back in December 2016, they added Starbase. It added support and extra custom arenas. Back in February 2021, to add on to the fever of Super Bowl, Gridiron was added, which added a football field and a football to the Rocket League format. Unfortunately, this didn't last all that long and was kind of dropped. Drop shot was added in March of 2017. It's an arena with no goals, hexagonal tiles, and a ball that becomes increasingly electrified after access passes. The idea is to damage the opponent's field to create a hole, allowing the ball to drop through and score. Kind of an interesting play on it. You're not just adding, like, standard soccer. Rocket League allows soccer to be taken to the next level, adding more and more things to the game of soccer that people had never thought of before. Hell, the disappearing field, a frozen ball, flying over cars, you know, it's all there. Now that this thing is actually part of a league environment, we can all play against each other. One team scores, the floor on that side of the field resets to the normal version, while the floor on the scoring team side retains any existing damage. Kind of neat, huh? You fight to get a lot of their floor disappeared, but when you fire on their net, once a team scores, the floor on that side resets. Monetization has had many different contexts within this environment. Boxes with mystery parts and add-ons have been added into it. This was replaced by purchase parts and unlockable products, with a premium level being added for a fee if you liked. Originally built as a battle cars, the self-release game went bust even with 2 million downloads on the PS3. So remember that, the original product was released as battle cars. And it went bust. Two million downloads and it went bust. Well, not enough people wanted to pay to download a damn thing, right? Now, cross-platform play expanded the customer base, which allowed the game to grow. And now you can add in downloadable vehicles from Back to the Future, the Batmobile, Jeep Wrangler from Jurassic Park, and Fast and the Furious cars. Rocket League is taking soccer to the next level. Rocket League isn't just about playing soccer with cars. No. It's about bringing more and more people together from different segments of the sporting marketplace. You're getting people from the racing marketplace and people from the soccer marketplace. How they tried to do the hockey marketplace, the basketball, and the football marketplaces as well. But apparently those people are just way too darn hard fans. I guess soccer and racing kind of goes together a lot better. We kind of understand each other a little bit more than other variations of sports.
And by doing this, you're creating a new generation of eSport athletes. And I'm sorry to say, but for all you people out there to say the kids playing eSports are not athletes, yeah, an athlete is defined by somebody who needs to do specific training to keep them in a physical and mental stasis to perform well in that environment. Where if that's the classification of, of an athlete, well, anybody playing any one of those sports has to train all the time to keep themselves in the perfect context to play those games and with rocket league having world series essentially of their sports and not like the americanized version of world series where it's just like them and one canadian team like major league baseball it's an actual world series with people from across the entire globe playing against each other for world supremacy and considering the fact that the rocket league falls into three categories of the esports market this variation of soccer is about to showcase to the rest of the world that online sports games are here to stay and here to make money for everyone. So really, in the end, is Rocket League a worthwhile game for you to download? It is. You can download it for free to play it and kind of get into it. And if you get really good and really want to take a stab at it, pay the money to get into the true league and play against each other. Hell, you might just make some money off playing a video game. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on any of the major social feeds, websites, or streaming services you have found the Autolux podcast or autolux.net website on. Send it out. Send us a comment. Tell us about your experiences with the Rocket League or any other features that you know about in the Rocket League that we have not even covered. Tell us about your experience playing a championship game in the actual Rocket League. Esports is big, and esports is bringing it to the sporting market. Tell us about your experiences in there, and we'll let you, we'll share it with the rest of the world and tell you how great you really are. So send us a comment, send us a like, send this podcast out to everyone else. And after that, stop by the website, go to it, check it out, do some of the ratings, do some of the, the reviews, check out some of the car websites, check out some of the help features, go through and, and see what you could find that you like. Autolux.net, the website, is not just here as a placeholder for our podcast. It is so much more, and we have so much more than any other site you'll find on the internet. And a special thanks out to Podbeam and Feedspot for getting this podcast out into the world and helping us grow. You, the listener, can help us grow. Please like, comment, or share this podcast with anyone you know and tell us some about it help us grow and help us become bigger so for myself everett j and the autolux podcast here strap yourself in for this one rocket of a ride from the rocket league